Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, February 2nd. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. That includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. Now let's see what's what in the city. First off, Leah, happy Groundhog Day. Thanks, Nicoletta. It looks like this cold weather isn't going anywhere, according to Puxatawney Phil. This morning, the groundhog saw his shadow, so allegedly we're in store for another six weeks of winter. In other news, a recent report by New York City's law department revealed that the city dished out over $120 million in police misconduct settlements last year. That's the most New York City has paid in five years. One of the largest settlements was awarded to Mohammed A. Aziz. He was wrongfully convicted of assassinating Malcolm X and spent 20 years in prison. Other payouts related to lawsuits have increased since the peak of the Black Lives Matter protest in 2020. That's because protests around New York City led to lawsuits as a result of police and civilian confrontations. This morning, transit advocates rallied in favor of congestion prices at the George Washington Bridge. WFUV's Emma Murphy has the story. Today, ralliers gathered to show support for the implementation of congestion pricing in the city, a package that would produce more than $1 billion. This money would then be put towards improving the subway under the Fix the Subway initiative. This program would produce new subway signals to make transportation more reliable, additional cars to increase capacity, and station elevators to improve accessibility. Danny Perlstein with the Riders Alliance says this funding will improve life for New Yorkers both in the subway and on the streets. It is the plan that will fix the subway, clear the air, and improve traffic congestion to speed our buses, our emergency vehicles, and deliveries of goods and services. Congestion pricing was adopted in the state budget in 2019, but is still waiting for federal approval. However, rally organizers today say they're hopeful the program will be passed into law a year from now. With WFUV News, I'm Emma Murphy. A member of the New Jersey Borough Council has died. Last night, 30-year-old Eunice Dwumfor was found inside her car with gunshot wounds. Dwumfor has been serving on the council's Human Relations Commission as their liaison since 2022. Sayerville Mayor Victoria Kilpatrick said in a statement today, quote, As a community, we are shocked and saddened at the loss of Eunice Dwumfor. Police are still looking for suspects. In some happier news, Leslie Odom Jr. is coming back to Broadway. The Tony Award-winning actor will be on stage this summer in a show called Pearly Victorious, a non-Confederate romp through the cotton patch. It's a classic comedy about a preacher who returns to his old town and tries to save the community church in the Jim Crow South. This will be Odom's first professional stage play, both as an actor and co-producer. Lollapalooza is getting a docuseries. The three-part series will follow the history of the festival and its founder, Perry Farrell. You'll be able to find the show on Paramount+. Plus. There is no release date as of yet. And on this day in entertainment history, Gene Kelly died in 1996. The multi-talented actor is known for his singing and dancing numbers, most notably the 1950s musical, Singing in the Rain. And now with sports, WFUV's Andrew Canary. Thanks, Leah. Over in the NBA, Chris Carino, one of our WFUV alumni, is this year's recipient of the Values of the Game Award. Chris Carino is the current radio announcer for the Brooklyn Nets and has been the endearing voice of the team for over 20 years. He's being recognized for this award not only for his esteemed work on the radio, but also for the adversity he has faced throughout his career. 
Diagnosed with facio-scapulohumeral muscular dystrophy in his 20s, Carino says it impairs his ability to get around and use his facial muscles. However, Carino has taken it in stride and wants to use this award to promote further awareness for FSHD and his nonprofit foundation that helps people affected by it. For WFEV Sports, I'm Andrew Crenary. Thanks, Andrew. In honor of Black History Month, we'll be featuring a series highlighting black representation in music around New York City. To kick off the series, WFUV's Maya Sargent talked to the Harlem Chamber Players about their 15th annual Black History Month concert at the Schoenberg Center for Research in Black Culture. The Harlem Chamber Players was founded in 2008. Every year, the group hosts an annual concert in celebration of Black History Month. This year, to honor their 15th anniversary, they will host this concert at the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture in Harlem. Founder of the Harlem Chamber Players, Liz Player, describes the organization as a multi-ethnic collective with a clear mission. We're a collective of uh, professional musicians dedicated to bringing affordable and accessible classical music uptown to Harlem. Liz says a key part of this mission is diversifying the classical music genre. We're used to seeing the older, silver-haired, white crowd. The Harlem Chamber Players wants to change this. The concert will showcase black performers and composers, confronting the classical music landscape that often fails to represent black and brown artists. We're trying to create the type of ensemble we want to see reflected across the entire classical music world. Liz wants to ensure there are no barriers for people who want to hear live classical music. This music is for everyone, and it's just really important that everyone gets to be exposed to this music. This year's concert has been created by artistic director Terence McKnight. He is also a host at WQXR, New York's classical music radio station. Terence chose to center this year's Black History Month concert around the worldliness of black culture. So when we celebrate Black History Month, it's not about celebrating Black History Month in America. Black history is world history. Black history is human history, as well as American history. Terence talks about this year's concert with passion and vigor. The event will be a packed schedule lasting nearly two hours and featuring compositions by Duke Ellington, Don Byron, Valerie Coleman and Samuel Coleridge-Taylor. One of the performances he is most excited about is the world premiere of Arwan Ortiz's piece, commissioned by the Harlem Chamber Players. That piece is called Episodes in an Unforeseen Departure, where he's really looking at leaving home, leaving Cuba and coming to the States. And he's looking at other folks who've migrated. He's looking at the sound of that. When Terence describes the concert, two moods become clear. It will be an event of comfort and familiarity. It's going to be inviting. If you've ever seen pictures of me at the Schomburg, I probably look like I'm sitting in my living room. The Assistant Director of Public Programs and Exhibitions at the Schomburg Centre, Novella Ford, says the Black History Month concert is just one opportunity to highlight Black culture. Expanding what we know about Black culture, what we know about Black history, and putting our geography all across the globe and not into these singular places where we might think we should exist. Novella says that to facilitate accessibility, tickets to the Harlem Chamber Players concert are free. That is already an invitation to anyone to come through and learn about history or just to have a good evening and experience, right? Sometimes you don't have to beat people over the head with history, 
sometimes you just invite them to hear and listen and you don't know what they will take away from that. Tarrant says he hopes the concert will be visited by audience members of all ages. He wants to inspire the next generation of black and brown composers and musicians. And so we stand for our community, for those young people to have access to all sorts of opportunities. You know, we never know where gifts and talent comes from, but we want to be there to show them that you can grow up to do this if this is what you choose to do. The Harlem Chamber Players 15th annual Black History Month celebration concert will be held at the Schomburg Center in Harlem on Thursday, February 16th. The concert runs from 6.30 to 8.15 p.m. For WFUV News, I'm Maya Sargent. That was WFUV's Maya Sargent talking about the Harlem Chamber Players' 15th Annual Black History Month concert in Harlem on February 16th. And that's our show for today. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.